The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Mark. As Jesus came out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what large stones and what large buildings. Jesus asked him, Do you see these great buildings? Not one stone will be left here upon another. All will be thrown down. When he was sitting on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will this be? And what will be the sign that all these things are about to be accomplished? Jesus began to say to them, Beware that no one leads you astray. Many will come in my name and say, I am he, and they will lead many astray. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. This must take place, but the end is still to come. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places and there will be famines. This is but the beginning of the birth pangs. The Gospel of the Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Do do apologize for those who were not um, hearing audio on the Facebook feed before, because I didn't turn the audio on. So should be on now. But also my phone didn't charge all the way overnight, so if it goes off in the middle of the service, I apologize for that now too. So um, there you go. Uh, just this is this is priest humor right now uh, because the collect today says we we bless for our holy scriptures to read mark um, learn here and inwardly digest them and read mark so we're reading mark today ha 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 it's like a dad joke and priest joke all in one um we, we we sort of pick up in Mark, and then we're gonna we're gonna jump to Hebrews because sort of one leads off the other. Uh, it's it's sort of strange when we get to the end of of the year, because in reality, um, you know we're we're in Holy Week right now, and we do Holy Week right during Holy Week. We have Palm Sunday, then we have Holy Week, and we lead up into into Good Friday and Easter and all of that. But when we and when after Pentecost season, we we go back and we have all of Jesus' teaching, sort of beginning with his baptism or right after his baptism, leading all the way up until until now, on this sort of final teachings that we have. But but it's really right set in Holy Week, so we don't you know we don't have Palm Sunday readings, but this is where we are. Um, and so Jesus is is already gone and overturned the tables of the money, the money changer tables in the temple and everything that's happening is, is um, sort of in response to, you know, where did you get this authority and, and, and um, all things leading up to the arrest of, of Jesus. And so Jesus and Mark, even more so where he has, we have the cursing of the fig tree right before he does that basically as, as this analogy, this living metaphor of, of the temples, um, not going to be the the way in which Israel um, receives the power of God anymore, right? God's presence is leaving the temple. Um, and, and yet one of his disciples now says, 
isn't that temple awesome? Right? I mean, Jesus, you just, just got to be like, really? Right? But I mean, it's like, well, there's going to be a time soon that not one of these stones is going to be left. And, and then uh, later on, the, the, main, the main disciples, right? Peter, James, John, Andrew, they ask him, when's this going to happen? He says, well, there's going to be people that come in my name and they're going to say they're, they're, they're me. And they're going to be wars. You're going to hear rumors of wars. There's going to be earthquakes. There's going to be famines. There's going to be all sorts of stuff that's going to happen between now and then. Um, and then he goes, but this is just the beginning. And really it goes on. We, we sort of stop, but you know, it goes on to say, and then you're going to be dragged before rulers. You're going to be arrested. People are going to turn you over. Don't worry. The Holy Spirit's going to be with you through all this. So you don't have to, to worry about, about that. You don't have to worry about what to say. But then, even further on than that, um, there's going to be a time when, when basically an, an idol is, is set up. I mean, it says, when the desolation of the sacrilege, let the reader understand. And what that refers to is back in the Maccabean time, um, Antiochus Epiphanes uh, put, put a, a, a statue of himself up into the temple. And Tiberius is going to do the same thing in Rome. And basically, when that happens, get out. It's, it's time to bolt. Um, there's all sorts of people that say this is, this is the end times. This isn't the end times. This is the end of the temple times, which isn't the end times for us. Um, it's the end in like 70 AD. Um, but it's, but it, basically all these things that Jesus is saying just to prepare you know, the first followers, the early church. But this is going to take place. But all leading up to the fact that the temple, the temple is, is not where God's presence is found anymore. God's presence is found in Jesus. And moreover, after Jesus' death, resurrection, ascension, coming of the Spirit, God's presence is found through the Spirit in you. Right? This is, this is the reality. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Y'all are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We are the temple. In some ways, if there's, if there's any one really good thing about the fact that uh, of, there's all these little, little silver linings in COVID, but that we're out here and not in the church building is the fact that we still have come together because we are the church, even when we're outside and not inside. Even if the church exploded right behind us, like an action movie, we are still gathered as the church. This is, this is the reality in the Hebrews passage today really sort of exemplifies not just, not just what happens in this. We have another therefore. Therefore, therefore because of, of the work that Jesus has done, Therefore, the, because of the sacrifice of Jesus and being the great high priest on the order of Melchizedek, the priest from before time and forever, the one perfect priest, which is really next week's reading and not this week's reading as far as Christ the, Christ the King. But that's okay. We'll, we'll give a little glimpse into next week. Therefore, we have the confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus. He opened through us the curtain. Remember the curtain 
that was torn in two, but the curtain in the temple that separated the Holy of Holies, that is, is flesh. We have a great high priest. So now, let us draw near with true heart, full assurance of our faith. We've been set pure. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. And now let us consider how to stir one another up in love and good works. And let's not neglect to meet together. So here's really Jesus almost the, the sort of application of what it means when the temple is gone. What it means when the temple is gone is you don't need to worry about coming to the temple anymore. You can enter the temple through me, through Jesus, not me, through me, right? Come. And then because of, of this work, you're purified. You're set free. And rest in that assurance. You don't have to be concerned about what to say, about what to do. And stir one another up in good works and in love. And gather together. Continue to meet and be with one another. And it's always nice when, when there's an application um, in a different passage, because if we're if we're if we're honest with ourselves, the gospel doesn't really lead to much application today. Jesus just is basically saying, "The temple's going to be gone," and then we stop. And that's where the reading ends. Which is like, okay, well, that's okay, nice. So, what does that say? Well, it doesn't say anything except the temple's going to be gone, and it's going to be replaced by Jesus. And the writer of the Hebrews sort of picks up on that and says. Since the temple's gone and is Jesus and you have the spirit of God living in you, you be the temple. Continue to be the temple. Rest in that you're purified. That you've been bought by the blood of the lamb. And that you are there to encourage, to build up, to lift up. And this is indeed what we've talked about as we're looking to endure this race that's set before us to come back with one another and to, and to be able to gather, to have breakfast, have Sunday school, have coffee hour and first Sunday lunch, to have various worship services so we can love and encourage. But even outside that, we can stir each other up. It's a testimony that I think we've continued to try to love, encourage, and stir one another up, even during these times when it's very hard to do that. And now it's cold, so I'm going to cut the sermon short. It was already cut short at the beginning, in the middle, really, but you didn't know that. But it's shorter now, so um, let's stand and affirm our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed.